Hey, folks. So today I'm going to get a little personable with you. I'm going to let you in on four of the things that I do that helps me get through my PTSD, um, helps me keep it at bay. But and then I'll also explain what I do when it comes on. Um, all that today on this episode. I'm Layak, and this is Layak's When the Hammer Drops. I'll give you a little background here first before we jump right in. Uh, back in 2016, I was diagnosed with PTSD. Um, I went through a traumatic event that year, um, and it really escalated really fast for me. I went from being my normal self, and I just started going down fast. It was like crash and burn. I didn't know what the hell was going on, <laughs> to be honest with you. And so I went to the doctor. And I started talking and they asked me how I was feeling. And, you know, I let them know, you know, the things that were going through my head, the lack of sleep, the nightmares, all this stuff. And eventually ended up being diagnosed with having PTSD. Um, now, PTSD affects millions of people around the world. Um, if you've, chances are, if you've been in a traumatic event, it could be a car accident, it could be, um, sexually abused as a, as a young minor, bullied, stuff like that. All that stuff can create, you know, just so much mental anguish on you. And it just, it just kind of fires off, I guess, is the best way I can describe it. <laughs> you know, I'm sure there's more legal terms in it, but you know, I'm not a fucking doctor and you know, this is kind of how I look at it. Uh, but for me, you know, some of the things I was doing, I was just, my behavior wasn't there wasn't really right. I was withdrawing from people. I was on a path to just self-destruct. I was like doing everything I could to self-destruct. And then finally I was able to, you know, kind of get myself out of it um, with the help of family. And that's when I saw the doctor and, you know, of course, you know, the first thing that doctors want to do is give you medicine and all that stuff. I started to take it a little bit, but you know, for me, and this is just me, and not everybody's the same. I don't like to depend on pharmaceutical drugs to get me through things. I feel that it just puts a mask over the root cause of what is going on. And I like to do, get to the root cause of it and try to, you know, and this goes for if I'm sick or anything like that, and, and then heal that way. So for me, mentally, I, I had it, you know, for the first I would have to say for about the first year or so, I really depended on, you know, they gave me Xanax to take and that helped, but it, you know, it made me tired, groggy, just, uh, it just wasn't myself. And I didn't like that. Um, you know, and that, that just happens, you know, and unfortunately in the position that I'm in with my normal job and stuff like that, um, another great thing would have been, you know, because the state that I live in now, they've legalized marijuana for medical use and recreational and all that stuff. Marijuana is a great thing that does help a lot of people with PTSD just kind of rewires what's going on. And it's not, you know, you don't develop a dependency on it. You don't get addicted to marijuana. I don't care what you say. You don't. I mean, let's just face it. What? You're going to get addicted to getting munchies. And that's about it. You might get a little fat. <laughs> but 
fine. You know, that's that's what happens. I mean, you're just going to like your orange soda just that much more, that bit of honey, and you just won't stop chewing. But in the position I'm in, I can't do that. So I had to figure out other ways for me to be able to get through it. Um, one of the things I used to do a lot was I was in, if you know, for the people that listen to this that know me, know for a long time, I was in the gym. I was very hardcore about it for a very long time. And that part of my life, it, I kind of blamed the gym uh, because I wasn't where I should have been because I needed a, a mental day just to kind of check out from it. And I, I, because of that, um, certain situations, you know, luckily I made it in time, this and that, but still I blame the gym a lot for not, um, being there. So for me, you know, it took a very long time for me to get back into that, but, and, and I'll get into that a little bit more as I go in through, I'm going to go down a list, um, of, I got a list of four things that I do that help me out to get me through, um, one of the main things that you need before we even get into this to the lists is that we need to recognize what our triggers are. Um, and the, your triggers could be people, places, or things. And I highly recommend that, you know, if you do suffer from PTSD, you need to take a step back and kind of look at that and like, okay, so what is actually causing me, you know, to have these, you know, all of a sudden I go to a place and all of a sudden I'm just so uneasy my heart's racing. I'm having anxiety, a panic attack, and then I'm getting angry and all that stuff. You need to recognize, try to start to recognize some of those things. Like think back, like, okay, you know, I was out last week and I started having an episode and it's like, oh, okay. I went there. This person was there and try to start connecting the dots. I found that that helped me out to start to recognize my triggers. And then I would pull myself away from those triggers, whether it's a person, place, or a thing. Like for me, I can't go to Walmart because I know Walmart's a huge trigger for me. Um, I've gone to Walmart and I, you know, and this is stuff that helps me get through it. And I try to do these things, you know, and people might think I'm crazy for doing it and put myself in these positions, but I do it so I can heal. Um, you know, and that's probably something that I'll get into more on an episode of, you know, how and what I do to heal myself from my PTSD. So this is the part one of my whole PTSD, because I'm not going to be able to do all this at once, because even talking about PTSD, and you can, it's very hard, number one, because there's a huge stigmata about it. But number two, it starts to drudge up a lot of the memories that we with that suffer from PTSD like to kind of keep at bay. Um, so we'll get into that at another time. I want to make it through this episode and get it out to you. Um, so this way you can, you know, hopefully for, you know, these four steps that I go through, um, really help. And maybe hopefully it'll help you. The, um, first step that I do, um, when I, start to feel really uneasy. And for me, it's the uneasiness and it kicks into anxiety and then just, just goes from there and it can last days. Um, if you don't catch it and pull yourself out. Um, so, and I'll get into more about that, 
But the first thing I do is I like to is breathing. Number one, breathing. When you start to feel it coming on, just wherever you're at, just what I do is I just I, I step away. If I'm in a group, if I'm at a party, if I'm at a bar, if I'm at a restaurant, whatever, if I have to step away and go outside to my car just or go outside to get some fresh air, even go for a walk just to breathe, you know, and just, and as I'm breathing, I'm trying to get my mind right. And I'm trying to, I'm telling myself that what I'm going through isn't technically real. It's more of the emotion, the mental aspect of it, and try to just keep telling myself that. Um, And, you know, there's times that that's not going to work, you know, and it happens a lot, but it, when you start to control your breathing, you're able to start to, you know, get everything under control. But I get it because for me, when my PTSD goes and it goes into the anxiety mode, um, once I just start to have that uneasy feeling, the heavy, you know, the, the heart feel like it's racing, the heavy breathing and things are just getting just I'm overwhelmed. Sometimes breathing doesn't help. And that's when you have to go to step two. And step two for me is, you know, one of the things I, um, that sometimes helps is talking to friends. Just pick up the phone and call somebody and just talk. Just And by talking to somebody, and this kind of falls into step three and four, not so much, but it's more of step three for me. When I start talking, it's, it's in a distraction. And, and that's the number three one is distractions. You want distractions to help keep you occupied. Um, but that's more so you don't get episodes. So I don't get episodes and stuff like that. But when I'm in an episode, when I'm a full blown episode, I have to just stop what I'm doing. And I've had them when I was on the motorcycle, I'm going and I just start feeling uneasy. I pull over. I've had to pull over before and sit there for probably about two hours with some, um, some people and just to get myself under control with breathing and talking. And, but, Talking to people, friends, family, what have you, does help. It, it helps to heal your mind and know that you're talking to somebody that's real. So that's real emotion when you're talking to somebody that's real. Not saying that the PTSD isn't real emotion. And I'm not saying that at all. But it's, again, step three. It's distracting you from what's actually going on and helping you just be like, okay, you know, I'm going to be able to get through this and they're going to be encouraging you to help you get through this and all that stuff. So talking to people is a number two thing for me to do when I'm starting, when I'm in the mode. Um, and sometimes I know it's hard to talk to people and I believe me, I bottled up and that's when this, when, when your episode can go for days. And sometimes I've had that happen where I don't recognize it. And, you know, I'm not talking to people about it. I'm not doing nothing. I'm withdrawing. And then it takes somebody from, you know, a good friend or family member to kind of like pull me out of it by like, hey, you're not being yourself. You know, what the hell is going on? You know, you're doing this, this and this, and then kind of sit back. And that helps you also figure out what your triggers are. Like what triggered you to get you into that moment? So I kind of utilize all that to kind of because I really want to understand what my triggers are and why I, it, it happens. And I'm not going to fully understand it. And I know it, 
you know, I don't think anybody will ever fully understand it. I don't even think doctors fully understand it. But, you know, I just do these things just, you know, in the whole, it, it helps me. <laughs> so, um, so now going on to step three, which is distractions. So distractions is, could be, you know, and this helps me to, um, by keeping myself distracted or, you know, which also kind of falls a little bit into step four by keeping busy, um, is, I'm sorry, hobbies is step four, and I, man, which is kind of keeping busy. But with, you know, with step three, it's, you know, with the distractions, it could be anything from, you know, having your pups, having, you know, an animal, just, you know, going for a walk, uh, doing something around the house, whether it's cleaning, doing dishes, making a bed, doing laundry, you know, your typical daily stuff, but it's distracting you from, you know, keeping your mind occupied. And that's a key thing because when your mind can wander, that's when you start to think. And when you start to think, that's when everything can start coming. So keeping yourself distracted, and we're gonna, this kind of goes off into hobbies, but when you're, when you're distracted, you're just kind of like, okay, you know, you're not really thinking about it all the time. I mean, it does happen, but you know, it, for me, I found by doing that, by keeping myself distracted with doing certain things, figuring out new hobbies, watching videos to learn new things and just, just keeping going like that. My episodes have gone dramatically down, not saying that I still don't get them because I do. It's an everyday battle. <laughs> Let's face it. If you have it, you know it. You know, you know it's going to be a fight. And it's a fight that you're going to fight for the rest of your life. There's no cure for it. You know, so don't believe them when they say, you know, hey, this is going to help cure your PTSD by taking this pharmaceutical. Don't take the shit. You know, I mean, I'm not a doctor. I should say, I shouldn't say don't take it. I'm not a doctor. Okay. So if, it works for you. Great. It doesn't work for me. So that's why I don't take it. But if it works for you, then do it. But if, if you're looking for a way to get off your medicines or anything like that, I mean, I wouldn't suggest take, you know, ending it right away, you know, gradually get yourself off and then, you know, find these things to help you kind of get through it. Um, but step four hobbies and hobbies can be a whole slew of things like gym, motorcycles, working on cars, building things, a podcast that I'm doing, <laughs> um, just a whole slew of things. Um, teaching myself, you know, how to edit, how to video edit, how to, you know, just keeping myself busy and distracted. So the whole key thing I figured is you gotta, the, the very first thing you got, once you can get your head under control and you're not having the white noise in your head, so to speak, where you're, you know, you have this downtime where you can get, just continually think. Then I found that that helps me. Now, does it help with the nightmares? Does it help with the not sleeping and all that stuff? No, it doesn't. And believe me, I've had many, many, many sleepless nights. I've had many nights of having nightmares. I've had a whole slew of them. And, you know, it just is what it is. But recognizing 
what's going on. And I, and I know it can be hard cause it's still hard for me. Um, you know, just the other day I started, you know, just feeling uneasy and I'm just like, what, well, you know, what the hell? And then your mind starts going, your mind starts racing. So then it makes it a hell of a lot worse. Sound familiar? <laughs> because it, I'm sure I'm not the only one that goes through that. Um, so with that, I mean, it's just, that's when you got to recognize, okay, what I'm feeling is because I'm making something that's minute, huge. And once you realize that you got to, you know, it's like blowing up a balloon. You start off with nothing. And as you're blowing up, it's getting bigger, 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 bigger. That's kind of what's happening here where you start to feel that uneasy feeling. And then you start thinking and it's like those thoughts start coming through your head. And now the balloon's getting bigger, bigger, bigger. You just got to realize that you have to release the air to go back to normal. Um, and sometimes, you know, by doing this stuff, that kind of help that helps me be able to do that on days that doesn't help me. It's, it's a little bit more of a battle because I've gone through where I've been having an episode and I hate to say it like that, but like, like calling it an episode, but I've gone two, three days where I'm just like, I'm just not feeling right. And it's, I was having the, you know, an episode essentially for like three days you know, and just feeling down, just feeling angry at everything. Like you just want to rip, you know, somebody looks at you wrong and just zero to a thousand in one second, you know, you're ready to rip somebody's head off. (laughs) I mean, that's how I am. So with all that, I mean, you know, every, something's going to work differently for different people. So keep that in mind. I hope these things may help you. I hope, um, even by talking about PTSD, you know, your PTSD with, with a friend or family member or something like that, somebody that you trust. Cause you know, I get it. Trust is a huge thing when it comes to this. I don't talk to just anybody. I don't go up to somebody willy nilly willy. Just like, yeah, Hey man, I'm just having a really down day, you know? Oh yeah. By the way, I have PTSD. You know, I don't, I feel that the people that do that, like, Oh, I've got, P-, you know, they're just willing to come up to you and tell you that you got PTSD. I kind of look at them like, well, maybe you do, but you know, for me and a lot of people I know that don't have PTSD that, or that do have PTSD, I'm sorry. Um, they don't just all come out of the box and be like, Oh yeah, I got PTSD, you know, like all nonchalant. I did. Now the way I tell people is like, Hey man, I'm gonna let you know because like certain times of the year for me are really bad. And that's when my PTSD just fires the fuck up. And it's like, I'm on self-destruct. Um, but, and I tell people, you know, Hey, these times of the year, you know, and I explain it to them. I don't just say, yeah, I got PTSD. I explain it to them. Yeah. Hey, these times of the year, I do go through some stuff because I do have PTSD. Please. If you see me acting out of sorts, tell me it's going to help pull me out of it. Those that just say, yeah, I got PTSD and that's it. I have a tendency to be like, yeah, I don't believe you. You're just fucking saying it. And those are the kind of people that just get me <laughs> fired up. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, those are the four things that I do to help me get me through my PTSD. I really, and I guess a bonus one, step number five is remember that you are not alone. That is a key. And 
you know, sometimes you don't remember it at step one, step two, step three, step four, whatever. I mean, and there's no wrong way of, these are just, I'm not going to even say steps. These are just things I do, you know, and it doesn't even, sometimes it obviously doesn't fall in order. It's not a, you know, follow this and you're guaranteed it's going to get you through your PTSD. No, (laughs) you don't have to follow anything in order. Um, but these are the things that help me. But, and remember, again, remember you're not alone. There's millions of Americans, millions of people worldwide that suffer from PTSD and they don't even, you know, there's millions of people that don't even know they have it. They just uneasy, get angry real fast, get sad real fast. Think of suicide, this and that, you know, and unfortunately we've lost a lot of people from suicide because of PTSD, you know, either misdiagnosed or they didn't, you know, and that's the thing. Because when you're going through the episode, you don't think you have people that you don't have anybody there. And I get it because I, that's how I feel. But you have that. And that's why you, you got to like put your foot down breathe and be like, okay, this isn't real. I have people that care about me. And then you go, boom, I'm going to call somebody. And just have in the back of your head that there's people out there. There's hotline numbers that you can call that people talk to, talk to your friends, talk to your family. Father, brother, sister, mother, whatever. Talk to whoever. Get your, this way it gets you pulled out of that episode and get you on to the next day. You know, and take it, if you have to, take it day by day. Hour by hour, minute by minute, second by second. Make it through each day and you learn your triggers and it starts to, you start to learn to live with it, essentially. So I hope this helps. Um, if there's anybody that listens to this that does suffer from PTSD, definitely leave a comment below. Uh, if you'd like to reach out, the email is layak at layakswhenthehammerdrops.com. Feel free to email me. Um, if you suffer from it and you don't have any outlets or people to talk to, I'm here, man. I'm here for you. I'll more than happy email me. We'll talk through there. And if you need to talk to somebody on the phone, I will shoot you my phone number via email. So this way you have somebody to talk to, text, whatever you need. Remember, you are not alone. That's the main thing right there. Now, I'm going to call, do a call to action. Um, Definitely check us out on all of our, we're on all the major podcast platforms. Uh, we are on video, but I'm not shooting video for this one. Uh, you know, I don't, that's part of it that I'm not going to share when I'm talking about this kind of thing. But I will provide the links for all of our social media podcasts, uh, links. I'm not going to give you all the links. Just know we're on every major platform, Spotify, Apple, all that stuff. Our website has everything on there as well, from blogs to and I actually have a blog on there about PTSD. That's a very good one. Definitely go check that out in the blog section. And uh, definitely share this episode with your friends. If you know somebody that has PTSD, share this with them. Um, it's hopefully going to help somebody out. If I can help one person, that's all I care about. I'm not looking for anything else but to help. Um, so that's pretty much it, guys. I hope you enjoy the episode. Again, review it. Throw me a review down at the bottom. Give me five stars. Let me know what you guys thought. And until the next time, be good to each other.